you know? And I think too, like, instead of thinking of a, of a, of a time frame, I think it's so hard to say like time, like the time that I spend with this versus that you kind of have to think of it as like, uh, as like plates, right? Like spinning plates. Like someone used this analogy once and I loved it, like spinning plates and like you're spinning this plate over here of like business and work and you're spinning this plate over here of like your marriage and you're spinning this plate over here of like your relationship with your kids. And you have to realize when one plate is about to fall off the, the stick, right? Like what is this plate slowing down? I'm about to drop it, right? Like is this plate about to hit the floor? And knowing the status of your plates at all times is like, what's most important. Like, that's what you should be thinking about on a daily, weekly basis. Like where are the plates at today? You know, like, is it my marriage that I need to like, we need to go spend some time together. We need to have like a little weekend getaway. Like my relationship with the kids are, are pretty good. Works like, you know, crazy. It's never not crazy and busy. It's always gonna be crazy and busy all the time. Right. But the other plates are important because if the business goes away tomorrow, like, you like you don't want to miss out on a relationship with your kids or your spouse because like everything was always crazy and busy and the business needs me over here on this plate all the time that you drop the other two welcome to big business mistakes hosted by brandon and kaylin poolin here the most successful entrepreneurs tell jaw-dropping stories and lessons behind their biggest business mistakes so that you don't make them Ditch the fake highlight reel and get the raw truths and golden lessons of what it actually takes to scale your business from those who have done it. This is Big Business Mistakes. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Big Business Mistakes podcast. I mean, show. <laughs> this is your host, Kaylin Pulling. I'm here with Brandon, let's go. Let's go. Uh, today, I want to talk about something a little more personal. Um, when I was coming up with a, my topic of like the sh- the episode that I'll lead, I was like, man, I want to talk about something personal. Like, what's something that I struggled with in business that was like on the personal side? And um, this idea of like the parent guilt that comes with building a business, for some reason, that was just like super heavy on me. I was like, it's, it's so true and something that I struggle with so much and so many conversations that we've you know, had around it, of building this business, being parents now, like pregnant with baby number three. Right. And just like the journey through that of feeling like you're missing out, feeling like you're a bad parent, trying to be a great entrepreneur, trying to provide for your family and like how you, how we kind of have navigated that, you know, we're not perfect by any means, but just kind of like, what are the conversations we've had around that? Cause I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. A lot of the women that I know, especially like female entrepreneurs, I feel like we, we birth the children. I feel like we, it hits us a little harder, you know, than normally what it like, or at least for us, like what it has hit you. Um, so I think that's, that's the conversation I want to have today is the parent guilt that comes with building a business. Yeah. The dad guilt. <laughs> yeah. The mom I definitely guilt. had that. Yeah. Right. Like you kind of, you know, and we, we talked about, we've talked about kind of family life balance, I think on the show before, mm-hmm about creating a rhythm yeah. versus like some sort of balance. Right. But I know for me is like, it's a daily kind of check. Cause I'm like, my kids are so important and you're important yeah. in our relationship. And yeah. so it's like, you know, sometimes I'm, I gotta be on the desk at seven <laughs> and done at six. And that's just what's, what's required. Yeah. Right. And so being willing to do what's required as an entrepreneur, but at the same time you go, okay, but I got to check in the other area. Mm-hmm. How, how's the rhythm? And so, you know, if I get done at six and I come downstairs, right, 
and I'm still pulling out my phone at dinner. You're like, what are you doing, Brandon? Yeah. Come on. And that's, I'll, I'll like come across the table when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I have to check myself and I'm, I'm pretty good at it now. I'm getting a lot better at it, but it just depends on what's going on. Right. Cause it's hard. You're like, your mind is just whirling with all this stuff and you're driving and you're in this zone and, and then like you just like transitioning. It's like almost like I need like 20 minutes to just like, okay, stop thinking about everything. Yeah. Like just transition my brain and be present. Right. And I think that's really what it is for me at least is making that mental transition to being present. Right. Uh, Yeah. From going from like CEO to dad. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that transition of going from like CEO to dad. So yeah. like all these things that are important moving a business forward. Yeah. So like transitioning to the building blocks are important. You know? Yeah. It's hard because it feels like I'm dealing with all these big, huge things on my list, these big, huge goals that we have. And then you transition <laughs> when you come downstairs from work to the kids. And it's like, okay, coloring this piece of paper is what's most important right now. Yeah. Like that is hard to do. Yeah. It's hard. Cause you're like this in the macro against what I was doing seems so silly, Yeah, but it's so important to them. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so for me, I just know like, it's not a, it's not a quantity thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm not going to spend all day or five hours with my kids every day. It's just not like they're bored of me after an mm-hmm. hour. And actually that's literally what I've realized. It's mm-hmm. pretty wild. Like when I come down and then we play hard, it's about an hour. Mm-hmm. And then after the hour, they're like, oh, I want to do this or I want to do that. And it's like, you know what I mean? But yeah. just having that intentional time and focus of being present. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I've been thinking about lately actually on this is that, you know, cause we have, we have two girls mm-hmm. is that I think like, cause we both, spend that time. But, but I, I, I want to start separating each one of us take one Yeah, then it's going to be three. And then I don't know what we're going to do, but for now <laughs> to pair off, yeah. you got these two. Yeah. Cause when you're one-on-one, mm-hmm. it's totally different. It's so different. And I've like cherished that when, you know, you've got, you took Romy off to do something and then Revlin's here. And it's just me and her. And I'm like, Oh, it's this one-on-one time. That's like so critical where there's a different level of connection that's happening Versus just all being together, which is great too, but it's almost like we're always just all together, you know what I mean? Or me with the two of them, or you with the two of them, and so us like separating. I think that's the yeah, evolution. Yeah, I think our kids me. are ready for a friend of ours, uh, Josh Latimer. He talked once about how he has like, uh, like a certain kid. Then they have like four kids. Now they have like four, and so he has a different day with each kid. So like when he gets off work, like that day, like he spends time with that particular kid while before or after like hanging out with the whole family, like he takes that kid to do something that they want to do or does an activity at home that they want to do. And so like on Monday, he focuses on the oldest on Tuesday, the second on Wednesday, you know, the third and on Thursday, the fourth and gives like that particular time set aside for that child on each day, just so he can, you know, build that relationship with, with him. I was like, wow, that's such a, that's such a great idea. Yeah. Cause like we've developed a great cadence you know, what, like for me, I come in the picture, yours is a bit more fluid, right? Mm-hmm. Like I come in the picture, I, I eat breakfast, I start my day mm-hmm. with them and then I finish my day after work with them and then we put them to bed and then we spend time together. Yeah. And like that rhythm has really like 
been it's worked well for us. Yeah, it right? has. Yeah. And then on sa- on Saturday morning we do an activity as a family. Mm-hmm. But I think I want I want to segment that that time like after after work like where we take one. I think that's like a cool evolution. But yeah, definitely there's a there's a, a factor where we're, when we're traveling a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. Or we just have yep. a busy schedule and we're yep. like, we got a business dinner and then we got a date night dinner and yep. then we're going to a concert yep. and then now we're going out of town and we I go think, to a wedding. Yeah, yeah. Like that's where it starts to set in for me when we don't have that rhythm where that guilt you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. It really starts to set in. Yeah. I think for me, it's more of like a, it was always like a all the time thing. You know, it was like any time that I was doing anything work, I would feel guilt for not being with the kids, especially when like I'd first had Romy and she was a baby and I was still full time in the business and like creating content and doing all this stuff, right? Not all these meetings. And like, I'd basically like breastfeed her and then like hand her off, you know? And, um, it was like hard for me. Cause I'm like, wow, I'm like, I'm choosing this over my kid. And there's a totally different stigma with women and men working with children. Right. Sure. So it's like, what do you mean you're working instead of hanging out with your newborn? What do you mean? Like, you're not with her 24 seven. What do you mean? Like someone else is helping out with the kids, right? It's like almost like you're guilted into it by other people too, of being like, what do you mean? There's someone helping your house with your baby. And you're not just like, you know, with her 24, seven, 365. like what, like what kind of mom are you? Like, that's like kind of the stigma around it. So right. How, how'd you manage that? Well, it, it, I like, I don't feel like I ever really had a problem with that thought. Cause I was just like, that's just a silly thought. Right. Like, that's a silly and small thought. So it wasn't really that that actually ever bothered me, but it was my own expectation of what I envisioned, how I was going to balance the two. How when I had the first baby, when I had Romy, here's what I think life is going to look like. Here's the expectation I was going to have of just like, you know, I'm going to take my daughter to school and then I'm going to work. Right. And then uh, when she gets home, I'm going to see her on my lunch break and then or I'm going to pick her up from school. Right. Um, And then I'm going to cook dinner for everybody. And then we're going to have time together after that. Right. And so you have this expectation of like, I'm going to be able to do it all, all the time, you know, and everything's going to work perfect and perfect synergy. And, you know, I'm going to be able to do all the things for her and do all the things at work at the same time, you know, on the same days. And that's just not how it happened. Right. That's not how it came to fruition in my life at all. It really went like I wake up in the morning. Right. I see her. I have to have someone else take her to school because I have meetings at 830 in the morning and she's got to be at school at nine. And so someone else is taking her to school. Then she gets home and I'm uh, preparing for a a Facebook live video to do a launch or a drop or whatever. And so I'm doing a Facebook live during dinner time and then she's going to bed. And then after that, like I'm having to upload videos and do stuff. um, And we door dashed dinner. Like that's what life ended up looking like. Mm-hmm. And so then like all of the all of the guilt of like this isn't how I expected it to go sat in. So it was more like my own expectation, like the guilt of my own expectations not working out the way that I thought. And, you know, it was uh the the hard the hard part too was like I felt, you know, every time I was away, like I should have been with them. Right. Every time I was choosing the business over like I can't go to this fall party at her school because I have a new product launch that has to happen today. And there's too much to be done before it launches at 4 PM. Like I can't go to the party. Like that's where like all those things started to set in. And when I was having a hard time with that, I'll never forget this. I was like, 
uh, I, I don't, I want to move the launch. Like I, I don't want to miss the party. Like I want to be there at the party. Like I, I want to be the mom that shows up. Not like, I don't do this, not be able to show up to my kids stuff. And <clears throat> you said to me, you're like, Kaylin, it's just as important for them to see you having to work hard in these times. Like it's just as important for them having to see you earn like this house that this nice house that we live in. Like you have, we have to earn the vacations that we go on. Like you have to make money for the things that they have or they want to get or the places they want to go or, you know, the Saturdays at the jumpy park. Like they, it's a very important for them to see us working hard. And I feel like that alleviated for me so much of the guilt of being like, I can't be there at every single thing. I can't take my daughter to school every single day. Like I can pick her up on some days, but I can't take her to school every single day. Right. Like sometimes I can, sometimes I can't. And it alleviated so much pressure for me of just being like, yeah, it is important because a lot of kids also don't have that. Like they don't have a, a mom that's just like, I'm going to grind in the business and like grind for my kids at the same time. Usually it's an either or statement for me. It, it never has been since we have kids, right? It's very much both all the time, yeah. you know, 24 yeah. seven, you know, mom and entrepreneur at the same time every day. And so it's like, uh, I heard someone told me this, this, this quote, I'm not even sure it's, if I'm saying it's a quote, but just this thought that like, I'm a hundred percent mom and a hundred percent entrepreneur all the time. Like I'm not in mom mode when I'm with my kids and in entrepreneur mode when I'm with my business every day, when I wake up, I'm in a mom and an entrepreneur hundred percent of the time every day in different days, things are going to be weighted in different directions, yeah. right? They're going to be weighted in different ways. And there's going to be things that I miss and there's non-negotiables that I've set of like, these are the things that are non-negotiable that I will not miss, right? Like I will not miss a soccer game. I will not miss a fall party anymore, right? Like I'm like, you have to set those things up or what are your non-negotiables that you won't miss? But soccer practice, I can miss. If I can't make soccer practice, I'm not like, it's not a big deal, right? But you have to give yourself that type of grace in your life too, of just like this momming isn't what I'm doing full time. And if you are, that's amazing. And like, totally great. But momming isn't what I'm doing full time, right? Entrepreneurship isn't what I'm doing full time. I do both at the same time. And so what are the things that need to have just as much weight on your calendar that your children are doing that has of a meeting that you need to have? Like, what are the things starred and marked as important as do not miss that like are just as important as your strategic planning? That's on your calendar for work, right? Yeah. I don't think there's a right answer. No, there's not. I think it's more just like, what's the harmony that you're finding? And ultimately, you know, it's a balance of like your goals. And mm -hmm. then you're also balancing your children's like well-being and relationship mm -hmm. with you. Yep. Right. And then you're also balancing like those two dynamics are kind of pulling and then your own satisfaction. Mm -hmm in parenting. And, and so I, I notice I notice for me, you know what you notice for me, it's, it's when, when they don't respond to me the same way they have. Mm. Like when they're not like daddy or well, like, they're always like that when I come down and they haven't seen me. Mm, mm -hmm, yeah. But like when I'm, I'm communicating with them or just talking with them or we're playing, it's like, you can tell when relationship is slipping. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like you can tell when they're not as honest or they're like they're constantly running to you for everything and not yeah. me. Yeah, and like I'm they'll go saying, past you to come ask me for something. Yeah, like 
you can like, I can, yeah, like that's a good mm -hmm. example, right? It's when. Like they want to need to open an applesauce and they'll walk right past, they'll get up from the table sitting with you to go and ask me to open an applesauce. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so <laughs> I've noticed that it actually doesn't, it's like a week or two. Mm -hmm. It's all it takes. I mean, at this stage, right? Because they're toddlers. Yeah. Yeah. It's a week or two of like, if there's any kind of, it's out of harmony. And I, I honestly don't even know if I've been there in the last year or two. I think, I think that I'm trying to be really cognizant now because I am working a lot more right now, right? Of like, how do I keep that? But that's what I notice is that they'll, they'll, they'll bypass me. They'll not answer the same way or, or give me as much time or trust or openness towards me in certain ways. Like I, like you can tell when that's kind of yeah. slipping. And they're like, mommy, come play with me instead of like, mommy, come push us on the swings instead of like, daddy, come push me on the swings. Yeah. And I don't think it's like yeah. a preference. It's just, no, it's, it's not. It's just like, I'm used to mommy doing it. So I'm going to ask her. Yeah. Like she's going to go do it because I know she's going to go do it. You know what I mean? Like she's around, like we're, we're doing it. Right. Yeah. But then like when you notice like, they stop asking you when you're sitting right there. Like normally they prefer you to do it because you are working all day, right? Like you're up there in your office and you come down. I'm kind of like in and out through the day. They see me a lot through the day, right? Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. Like when you see them like shifting in, in action or like demeanor, kind yeah. of that's good. Yeah. Cause it's like, well, how do you gauge it? What's enough? What isn't enough? Yeah. In the end, like, I don't think there's a right answer. I mm -hmm. think you just, you need to like, let your intuition guide you on that one. Because yeah. the reality is, is, and this, and th this is a big thing. We're so off the spectrum of this, but I think a lot of parents, they, they train their children to need them for everything. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like they can't, I, I feel like there's like two ends of the spectrum happening right our, now. Yeah. Like our two year old will like put her shorts on, you yeah, know, her shoes. Like yeah. Shoes. Like, we empower our kids to do stuff on their own. Yeah, she, like, makes her lunch and, and <laughs> puts away the dishes. Yeah, like, we're not spoon-feeding them. Yeah. Like, we're we're empowering them to do things on their own, and part of that is, like, we're training them up to be their own adult mm -hmm. and then create their own family, not training them up to depend on us for everything yeah. and need us for everything. Now, there's a big difference between, like, neglect, neglecting your children and training them to not need you, yeah. right? And so I don't look at it like, you know, if I have to be there every minute of every day and solve every problem and, you know, calm every ale all the time, like yeah. they're not becoming self-sufficient as a human and, and relying on God and not just us. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, so I think that's a huge, huge factor of just the time. Right. Cause everyone's trying to like figure out what's the right amount of time. Yeah. And I think it's just, like you're balancing, like, what do you feel in your heart and your, what's your relationship with them and how's that evolving and what, what's like where it starts to feel like, oh, it's not enough. And I'm not trying like, oh, put the minimum time that you can. Right. But ultimately you only have so much time. Mm -hmm. And so knowing it'll might ebb towards your business because it's demanding of you and you have a goal, right. Or you need to provide and then you ebbing towards your kids in certain seasons where, mm -hmm. you know, they, they need you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I do think it's like seasons too. There's like, <clears throat> there's like seasons of like, we're building, we're hiring, we're like moving, like stuff is blowing up. Like we got to deal with it kind of seasons where it does take more of you. But I, I think at that time, like we had a conversation with Romy, even though she was like two, you know, of like, Hey, right. Like mommy and daddy can't hang out right now. Cause there's something we're having to deal with, with work. But this is like a season. It's like communicating that with them of like, 
it's not that I like work more than I like you. There's just, <clears throat> there's just a season right now of this is what's happening over here that I'm having to spend more time doing it. So they know that it's not like I'm preferring, you know, the business or work over them, you know? And I think too, like, instead of thinking of a, of a, of a time frame, I think it's so hard to say like time, like the time that I spend with this versus that you kind of have to think of it as like, uh, as like plates, right? Like spinning plates. Like someone used this analogy once and I loved it, like spinning plates and like you're spinning this plate over here of like business and work and you're spinning this plate over here of like your marriage and you're spinning this plate over here of like your relationship with your kids. And you have to realize when one plate is about to fall off the, the stick, right? Like, what, is this plate slowing down? I'm about to drop it, right? Like, is this plate about to hit the floor? And knowing the status of your plates at all times is like, what's most important? Like, that's what you should be thinking about on a daily, weekly basis. Like, where are the plates at today? You know, like, is it my marriage that I need to like, we need to go spend some time together. We need to have like a little weekend getaway. Like my relationship with the kids are, are pretty good. Works like, you know, crazy. It's never not crazy and busy. It's always gonna be crazy and busy all the time, right? But the other plates are important because if the business goes away tomorrow, like you like you don't want to miss out on a relationship with your kids or your spouse because like everything was always crazy and busy and the business needs me over here on this plate all the time that you drop the other two. So it's like having that check of being like, okay, me and Brandon will even say this. We're like, hey, like we're in a really good spot right now in our marriage. We're communicating well. Things are going well. We're laughing. We're having a good time. Like you know, we're great towards each other. And I'm the, in the seasons that it wasn't like that of like, we weren't really talking much. We weren't really hanging out much. We weren't really having time together. Like there just wasn't like, we knew that there was something in the relationship, like the connection part was like something was fuzzy there. They were like, Hey, like we've, I think we really need to focus on this area. Cause it feels like it's gotten, like it's starting to go a little downstream. It's starting to get a little downstream away from us. Yeah. And when you start feeling that, you're like, okay, I got to start spinning this plate faster. I got to put more time and energy and effort into this plate to get it back where it needs to be. And then I can like go back to focusing a little bit more in, in yeah. these areas, right? But it's important to know you never want the plate to hit the floor because that's when things break. And for you guys that have listened to a lot of our episodes, I did an interview with Chris Lee, mm -hmm. awesome dude. And he said, he said, he's like, I don't look at it like, a balance or it's a piece of the pie. He's like, each area is a pie and you got to just like go all in and stick your <laughs> face in it and eat all of them. He's like, and I love that. Cause it just the, the thought of, you know, it's not the quantity or it's sectioning it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's to some degree it is. Yeah. But when you're in that area, you better be all in that area. Yeah. And that kind of goes back to the whole, you know, being present side because it's so easy to be like oh this is my hour with the kids but i'm like half present in it yeah and i'm not all in with them well, on it's just the like if you're going to be doing strategic planning are you going to be let your kids be in the office like distracting no. you from strategic planning no absolutely no way so then when you spend that same amount that same hour with the kids why should work be bleeding into their time with you you wouldn't let them in your office during strategic planning yeah. when like the focus is on business yeah, so exactly. like why should business and like your phone and work bleed into the time that's like this is what i've allotted for the kids like it's the same thing totally right and you should have that perspective on it or like when it's our marriage and we're like hey we're going to spend time together like i'm not going to take our kids last minute on our couple's trip or take them to dinner on date night because i'm like no like i can't let that line bleed because so i'm here to focus on this and i yeah. wouldn't bring like you know i wouldn't be doing my meeting at date night 
right? I wouldn't be let like letting date night happen during my strategic planning. Yeah. So I can't <laughs> let work bleed into it either. So I think that's like my mentality on it and how I've kind of dealt with it. Yeah. Love that. Awesome. So that's it, guys, for parent guilt. So I know I know we weren't the only ones out there. I feel like uh, there's a lot of parents that it's like an everyday thing. You know what I mean? But keeping the check on it, knowing where things are at, keeping a status, having conversations, having I feel like we have good communication with our kids, good communication between the two of us of, you know, when we feel like we're hitting those points. And that's what it's all about. Like communication fixes everything pretty much. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think this is a great, great conversation just through like how to deal with entrepreneur like parent guilt specifically yeah. right yeah like i've literally had romy come to me and say daddy all you do is work and i'm like i'm like no like yesterday <laughs> like i took you to disneyland last weekend <laughs> yesterday we ran around the house for two hours like i chased you and threw you around and your sister i'm like we went to the I'm jumpy like, park i'm like hold on a second no, no no like daddy has to work because I, number one, I like to work because it gives me purpose mm -hmm. and I'm helping people. Number two is it buys the house that we get to run around in and the trip that you just went on. Yeah, that's such right? a good point of like reminding them, even yeah. when like they communicate those things, yeah. like reminding them like, hey, we just spent two days at Disney World. Well, like we walked second. around for 10 hours and I didn't a day. look at my phone. I was like, we killed it at Disney <laughs> World with exactly what you wanted to do. Wait a second. You know, yeah, that's a really good point. So like that, point. like I could have easily been like, oh my gosh, what am I? Blah, yeah. blah, and like let the guilt set in. But it's like, no, no, no. like what's the reality of what's happening? Yeah. Here? Like I spent all day with you yesterday. Yeah. You know, like, no, like. But our kid's also very convincing. Yeah, she is. She's a good negotiator. She's going to like, she's hustling me. She's like, Dad, you just work, you know? Yeah. She like she knows. She's trying, her. literally she's trying to hustle. She's trying to get to the water park. That's what she's trying to do. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, guys. This is a good one. Drop us a review. Leave us a five-star review. We love to read them. Uh, tell us what your number one takeaway was from this show. And we will see you next time. Bye, Bye. guys.